Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of a songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. We have an amazing guest today, an emerging superstar, if I may. But uh, we'll introduce you just a little bit. I want to tell you that we publish each and every Wednesday morning, very early in the morning, so that when you get up, you can have a cup of coffee and make a songwriter connection. So thank you for spreading news about our show, uh, liking us and subscribing on YouTube and wherever you're finding podcasts. We do appreciate you getting the word out. You're making us one of the fastest growing music uh, podcasts on the interwebs right now. And I thank you for that. Thank you so much for the download. I want to thank our local sponsor, Mark Allen Barnett, Songwriter Tours. Mark's a great guy. We've talked about him before. You know, um, he will up your game three to five years in just one single day. He writes with you. He teaches about networking, the business, how to avoid the pitfalls, and he'll get you playing at places and introduce you to industry people. He's really a great guy. He'll uh, write with you, line-by-line uh, -line critiques. This guy's been doing it for a long time, and he's one of my favorite performers here in uh, the Nashville area. So check out Mark Allen Barnett Tours. Mark is M-A-R-C. Allen is A-L-A-N. And then Barnett's E-T-T-E at the end. Mark Allen Barnett dot com. Uh, as he always says, you don't choose music. Music chooses you. <laughs> Our guest, music chose you quite early, huh? Allie Colleen is with us today. How are you, Allie? Very well. How are you? At about eight years old, you decided you wanted to do this for, for a living? Yeah. I just, I don't know if there was ever a time when I thought about anything else. Never, huh? No. Yeah. I think every every kind of choice and decision I've made since then has, has led me here with you today. Awesome. Well, it's so great to have you. And I want to just tell folks a little bit about Allie Colleen. Um, Allie Colleen uh, was uh, Music Ma'am's uh uh, 20, uh, 2021 uh, country artist to watch in 2021 um, wide open country artist of, of 2020 and then in 2022 country evolutions artist to watch so I've been watching you for a couple of years I feel like I've known you uh, ever since you played Thank a little you. gig for this radio station I do some work with up north uh, WOBL in Oberlin Michelle Lee the morning DJ you did yes. a show for her in Sheffield Lake a few years I think it was pre COVID. it was BC uh, before COVID I like that <laughs> I haven't heard that before. I like that. And I know that they loved you, and you've got a following up there. Michelle said to be sure to tell you hello today. Thank you. Thank you. No, I'm, I'm continually surprised everywhere we go that anyone has even any inkling of a clue of who we are. Nonetheless, when we do get to show up and people know the songs a little bit and stuff like that, like just blows my mind. Yeah. Doesn't it? you got to love it. Um, and it's great because you do great. You've got great songs, and you're doing great things. Well, and the internet's funny, too. You know what I mean? I think I, I fail to realize sometimes how, how much stuff we do have cycling out there for people to find, you know? Or, I, you know, especially 2020. I was like, no one's ever going to know who I am. I haven't left my house in eight <laughs> yeah. months. That was and tough times. we ended up having a, a very well done, you know, radio single that year. So, it just just a yeah. weird world, and I'm yeah. very happy to be in it. Speaking of singles, you got a new one out right now. Can I play it? Because I like to start with the music, and this is just... Really a great song. It's, please, it, please, please. And we'll t get the story after, okay? Ellie Colleen, our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast. This one is called Halos and Horns. Uh, that's not it, though. This is it. Very savory, though. <laughs> Very savory. Here we go. Sunday morning center in a white church On my knees praying till it hurts In the back row With all the other lost souls 
I'm a double shot of whiskey in a dive bar A cowboy looking for a wild card I can take For the sun I'm long gone Boiling hot, I'm freezing cold Holding on, I'm letting go And I don't know why I can't pick a side I'm a Trying to get there fast like a dust cloud Only see me on my way out Tougher than the leather in the Bible belt Softer than the petals of a mission bell I'll make your blood burn And you'll like it when it Just a great song. Ali Colleen, our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Halo and Horns is getting played on radio. I uh, hear it on Sirius XM. And uh, just, it's great production, too. You co-produced the song, right? Thank you. Um, I I think I put myself on, on the production list just to fancy myself. <laughs> but um, you... I'm not responsible for hardly any of that stuff. But, man, it's so, it's so cool. You um, had some cool help, though, didn't you? We worked very, yeah, we worked very hard in the writing process alone just to make sure that the melodies were so sweet as they were. Because it's like, if you can take an acoustic work tape mm-hmm. in that you already think is pretty rad, that you know is going to be a big song, yeah. it's just going to get cooler from that. Yeah. Um, but, yes, no, we, we asked, uh, you know, in my opinion, kind of the best of the best. I'm such a fan of um lee bryce and jared neiman and well so we ended up producing with them as well as this this amazingly talented engineer cody labelle so the mm-hmm. four of us have just been really diving into this new music wow it's fantastic thank it really you. is it's got a great sound thank you yeah you know what i love about you is we talk on this program about how um certain artists will span the genres you know and you can't put Ali Colleen into a certain genre and say, this is her. <laughs> and so you blaze your own trail. And I've always said the greatest artists are the ones that do that. And that's what you seem to be doing. I think it's, I think it's very, 
just exciting and encouraging mm-hmm. music, right, these days and that kind right. of thing. And, and my generation, for sure, was one of the generations lucky enough to grow up with playlists instead of albums. That's true. You know, and, and yeah. as much as I love albums and I kind of miss that that version of Nashville, this new version of, of music where everything is kind of all in one place and it's kind of a right. thing just really, really does allow us to, to do what we want to do and do what, in my opinion, every good artist should do, and that's cater to the song. You like, know what I mean? There's no reason to trap a song in a box because of who I am. I agree. When yeah. I can just let the song be what it is, and, and I think we really did that, you know, with Halos and Horns, and oh, yeah. really let it let it be what it was supposed to be, and I think it's so cool. I wanted to just get distracted, but I want to come back to that song. What's on the Ali Colleen playlist right now? Man, I've really been falling in love with like all the TikTok kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I can't. You gotta even... have a TikTok today. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yes, yeah. you do. And you and anyone with a scrolling addiction has a TikTok. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh my gosh, absolutely. I will catch myself on there uh, before I look up. It's been four days. Yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> it's insane. Real after real, yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely insane, but. Um, I'm really loving the TikTok kids, all the new stuff that they're making in their bedrooms by themselves. Jiminy Christmas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so talented, so cool. There's such an outlet today for people. Yeah. You know? Such yeah. an outlet today for people. And I think too, you know, country music is such as this cool music of genres. But with that said, the pop kids on the TikTok side are adding narratives to these songs yeah. that I don't really think pop has really got the chance to champion yet. You know, there's this beautiful song out by this girl named Maddie that just kind of went viral and it's it's just, you might not like her, but I do. And she's mm-hmm. kind of talking to like her and her child about who she is now. And she's mm. like, we might not be what we expected us to be, but like, yeah. gosh darn it, are we not so proud? And it's just so cool, you know, yeah. like to have some real, real good substance in a song that also just sounds rad, like pop music. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool. I love that. Gotta have some substance. Mm-hmm. And I'm not to say... I'm not going to generalize. I was going to say that's missing from a lot of pop music today, but it's not exactly the case. It's missing from music today. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's there's not even on country radio, which is the the genre of storytelling. Mm-hmm. I can't get full off of anything that I'm listening to right yeah. now. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's no discredit to anyone, you know, that's doing their stuff because when you go and look, you can find it. You know yeah, what I mean? But I but I true. don't feel like it's being championed. You know, I don't feel like the music <clears throat> that you can get full off of and have some nutrients and, and learn something from. That's I don't think that's point. the that's the music that's being. Well, I'm hoping really artists like you are going to help change that. We're working I'm our tails off, man. Yeah, We're hoping to and honored to do it. You're working. And speaking of that, um, you just finished, we're, we take this in, in June for a July 27th uh, publish, publishing, uh, which is going to coincide with a new single for you. Uh, but I wanted to ask you, because you just finished up CRS, which is crazy. CRS, uh, not CRS, CMA uh, Fest. I uh, get that confused. Country radio seminar with CMA. I've Used had to several be one people thing. congratulate me on all the CMT <laughs> stuff lately, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everyone's saying the wrong thing, but I know what they're talking about. But I know better. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Brain. CMA Fest was last week in uh, Nashville, and that's a crazy time for people that live here, but very crazy for you because you got to perform a lot, didn't you? It was my first time as both a fan and an artist at CMA Fest. I've never yeah. gone at all. You know, mm-hmm. when you live here, you tend to not do that kind of stuff. It's uh-huh. just traffic is awful and it, all those things. It so is. I think every year I've actually been out of town for CMA Fest, which was kind of funny because the wow. same thing ended up this year. We played in Nebraska on Friday. Oh, geez. Drove yeah. back all day Saturday uh. and then got to play on Sunday in oh, wow. and the 100 on... degree heat. And it was the coolest day oh, on the planet. It was, it was awesome. You had a good time. I did. Out in front of Bridgestone Arena, you were? Yes. Yeah. Very cool. And then I watched the stream. I didn't make it down, but I, I did watch the stream from the Glen Campbell Museum. Mm, that and one was fun, too. That was a very sweet set. You were wonderful. And you know what really, I have kind of say, you know what surprised me? Your very first song was the Jody Messina song 
that I probably yes. played a gazillion times yes. on the radio. She has to be an influence on you. Huge huh? influence for me. Yeah. Huge influence for me. Um, we've got Bev in the room with us today. Yeah. And, Hi, Bev. Um, Love Bev. We went up to a festival last year in Comstock, uh, or not in Comstock, I'm sorry, in Belmont, Ohio, <laughs> and um, we got to... To perform with Jody and and share the stage with her and I showed up and she was like, "What song do you want to sing?" And I was like, I th- "All of them? Can I sing <laughs> all of them?" <laughs> um, but she let me sing. I'm all right with her. And then she nice. let me sing a little bit of Bye Bye with her. And I remember her telling me to take a verse or something. And I think I got just as disappointed as everyone else. I was like, "I might be on the stage, but I still want to watch you sing it. Like I just want to be on the stage while you sing it." I hear you. And it was wow. so cool and it was so awesome. So I'm a huge Jody Messina fan. Wow. Um, and then I grew up and I I kind of felt like I found a, a an angry kind of divey version of of Joni Messina and fell in love with Ashley McBride you know what I mean and just like the same kind of narrative same kind of everything but like totally different sound yeah but just same powerhouse woman you know you talk about fulfilling songs songs that just Mm -hmm. Ashley's got them oh my gosh she's got them yeah no I could live off an Ashley McBride album oh yeah me too she's just absolutely amazing absolutely agree with you there now you spent some time in Ohio and we've talked about it already but I understand you did this show in Van Wert which is what north of Dayton we did. Just this last weekend, we did. And I heard it was just an amazing show and that you've got a great story behind that. Oh my gosh, it was so sweet. I, It was one of those moments where I didn't really get to live it until after the show that night, you know, kind of thing. Because otherwise, I just would have bawled all night if I thought too much about it. But it was just the kindest, just the kindest thing. You know, We have this beautiful song called Wildflower. Yes, you do. And uh, it's, it's just all about... I have three amazing parents, you know, and they just, they never encouraged me to be anything than whatever I am. And -hmm. I'm so grateful for that. And I hope everyone has that in their life. And, and so all night, you know, it's kind of a city pavilion kind of situation. And, um, it's a a Friday night, you know, concert series that they do every single weekend. So all these people are out here every weekend, regardless of who's playing. Most of them did not know me, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And just came to enjoy a night of music and we end our set with Wildflower all the time and all night all these little babies had been up dancing, you know, in front of the pavilion with me and all these kinds of things and um, very sweet. And for some reason, because I don't sit down and sing, it's very hard to sit down and sing, you yeah. know, especially a song like Wildflower. Yeah. And for some reason, I was just like, I'm going to enjoy this as a fan getting to watch my audience because I feel like some people don't realize that I travel around the world to watch other people. Yeah watch music you know what I mean like it really is amazing and rewarding to see my view from stage and so um I just sat on the edge of these steps where my stage was and just started singing wildflower and just kind of one by one these little kids just came up and just sat next to me while I'm singing it and it's so sweet and they're all kind of swaying and they're doing their thing and then this beautiful little girl and I didn't even get to meet her so I so I think she was an angel because I never got to meet her afterwards I don't even think she was real but she came up and she sat right next to me and she was kind of singing along and I was trying to figure out if she knew the song or not. And she just did. And she knew every word and she took the whole little last line of it. And just oh to look at these little girls that I wrote the song about little Allie, you know what I mean? And to watch these little girls just like live out wildflower. Tell me and you like, got tape of that. Did somebody video that? We have a couple little oh, videos cool. of it That's that are good. very, very sweet. Awesome. Um, I have a great photo of me just looking at her while she finishes the line. And I just, it was so sweet. And I think later someone in my merch line asked me about it. And I was like, we're not going to talk about it because it can't right <laughs> now. I don't even think about it. Oh. But it was so beautiful and it was so sweet and it was so rewarding and i just imagined you know little Allie being there too and just being Mm. so proud oh that's something it was awesome and that's a special song that has special meaning to you yeah it it is and it was so weird that it was you know nashville is so cool in the sense of 
there's all these songs that you would think that I would come up with that I need for myself. Almost mm-hmm. half the time, they're my co-writers. Yeah. You know, I, I, when, I remember the day we sat down. It was me and Delia Shane and Sarah Bryce and Billy Dawson. And um, Sarah and Delia had this idea about Wallflower. And I had a long sleeve like hoodie on that day. And they were just meeting me. And they had no idea that I had this full sleeve of just Wallflowers mm. on my arm. Like all this stuff. Beautiful, and they just way. didn't even know thank you. Yeah. And they just asked about Wallflower. Like, wallflowers and they were kind of like what does that mean to you and i was like well right off the bat honestly you know when i was a kid i didn't fit in at all ever and i was very isolated as a kid it's so hard to believe i just didn't i didn't fit in i feel like all my friends you know just in elementary school you know parents will talk and do their thing and and a lot of the kids had these weird assumptions of me that they didn't even know what the weight was behind it you know what i mean as far as parents talking and and Mm -hmm. where my family comes from and that kind of stuff and so we were just very isolated as kids, and, and when I say that, we were not lonely, you no. know, by any means. We no. just, I was around animals my whole life, you yeah. know, more so. I know you love animals. I do, yeah. so much. Yeah. And so, for and them to, yeah. yes, yeah. and all because of my mama. Yeah. And yeah. so, for them to bring that idea, I was like, I think about my mom working in her flower beds every single day, and just telling me every single day, like, one, you're going to meet your people mm-hmm. one day, so don't even worry about it, but two, like, maybe think about the fact that these kids, they just don't have anything to give you. You know what I mean? And that kind of thing. And she was always very kind about it and never put anyone down. Mm-hmm. But she was always very adamant about me being okay with being different. Mm. And so that was all I thought about when they thought about Wallflower. And then it just all came together in this beautiful little, this beautiful song. That's just so cool. Could you play it for us? I would love to play it for you. I would love to hear it. I would love to play it for you. I'm very loud. That's okay. I'm not apologizing. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm glad you are. <laughs> but yes, this goes out to all the wildflowers out there. Um, there's one, there, the chorus of the song is, you are never meant to fit in with the roses. And mm-hmm. I always want to say too, if you're a rose, be a rose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I'm not going to fit in with you, but be a rose. There's mm-hmm. nothing, nothing not cool about being a rose. So I'll be the thorns. <laughs> Someone's got to be the thorns yeah, too. Right, right. Goes like this. Ali Colleen. I remember it like a storybook Every page the way my mama looked Dirty knees and that sun had smile Off the bus, trouble on my mind Kids were never much a friend of mine But mama's words made it alright She said you were never meant to fit in With the roses and a bouquet It's okay girl to stand out in the sunlight my soul and paint my leaves just how they like miles away 
and I'm missing home The city's loud here and the lights are cold The kind of place a wildflower don't belong Cause I was never meant to fit in The roses and a bouquet It's okay, girl, to stand out The sunlight is so Colleen, what a great song. Thank you. That you co-wrote and playing around our dining room table live. Was <laughs> what I love when that happens on this show. So Music is so cool. And, and again, to sit down with writers that mean the world to me and write something so sweet and kind is just... It's so precious to you, It's just so gratifying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's from your latest album, which came out in the fall, uh, which is... Uh, that's correct, right? Stones? Yes. Yes. Which is another... Great, great song Thank in production. You. I mean, Stones is very cool. It's actually the same writers. Same writers? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Billy Dawson wasn't on this one, um, but it was Sarah Bryson D'Elia as well. Um, yeah. And then Tony McVaney was, was kind of our track guy, which which led to the song, you know, being so so big and so rad and so fun. Yeah. Um, but very proud of, of the entire Stones album and all of the stuff on it. Um, it really is. And, and very honored. I was a writer on everything on it, except the very last track, this, this really cool song called Pink Lemonade, which was my first cut as an artist as well. And um, that's always cool, too, when you find a song that no matter how bad you want to, you cannot write better. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, we're going to take that one as it is. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I'll take it all wrapped up and ready to go. No ego involved in that at all. Mm-hmm. We're just, no, that's my song. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for writing it, but I'll take that yep. one. Yeah, you know. Now, I wanted to talk about your name, Colleen. Uh, and I understand it came from your grandmother, who was a great artist. And I was doing some uh, research, and I, I found... Look what I found. Did you... And you probably know this is out there. Look what I found. Is this Blue Bonnets? This is... Yes, the Blue Bonnets. Yes. One. No telling. This is your grandma. Yes. She's so pretty. What a voice. Gorgeous. So it really is in your blood, isn't it? Yeah. It was very special. Um, I remember we got to go on um, WSM one morning with, with Bill Cody and, yeah, and talk about some stuff. And they had asked me about Colleen as well, you uh-huh. know, and I kind of explained to them and and um, all this stuff. And we kind of have this, this running joke in my family that I just chose the better singer's name to, you know, like <laughs> to go off of and everything. And it's just always this funny joke because she's also my dad's, you know, like biggest hero on the planet and stuff oh, like that. So... Um, it was very cool to, to carry on her name as well, but um, that day on the radio, they played that 
recording for me. Oh, did and they? it was the first time I'd ever heard her. And I thought I was being unique. Look at me. I never heard her, and I've only really heard her a couple times since then. And wow. it was so cool because, you know, my whole life, you know, people will compare or not compare, you know, my voice to other people in my family and stuff like that. And so I right. always wondered, right. do her and I maybe sound the same? Like, is that a thing? And, and I don't think that we do as cool no, as it would be. I don't think so either. Um, yeah. But that was very cool that day to hear her and, and, and to, to listen to that kind of thing. That recording's from 1955 on Cardinal Records. She was... Uh, so cool. Yeah. Isn't that cool? So cool. Yeah. yeah. She, um, my, my, grand, my grandpa's story, and you know grandpa's stories, no one ever knows if they're true <laughs> or not, you know, and no one cares. We assume true. that they are because we right. want to believe. Right. And uh, his thing was just coming in you know right off right off deployment from the navy and everything coming back and walking into this little blues bar and hearing her sing and being like yep that's mine i'm <laughs> that's gonna marry you? her that's gonna be that's gonna be my wife and How so the families all came together and 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 um just this beautiful love line for me that the idea of someone just falling in love with a voice and then falling in love with the person behind it was pretty yeah, cool to me that is very, as beautiful very and stunning as she was i'm sure it was more than just the voice but Absolutely. I really admire you, Ali. You, you, you come from a musical family. Um, you have a superstar dad and a wonderful mother and a bonus mom. But what I love about you is you blaze your own trail. You're not running any coattails. You're doing it by yourself. You're only publishing your own record label. You're doing the uh, the indie thing. And I just think the sky's the limit for you. And I love what you're doing. I Thank really you. admire you for that. I Thank really you. Do. Very much. We, we worked very hard. And, and simply because... I look up to to my dad and to my parents a lot, and I look up to a lot of artists, and I appreciate the grind and the work and what they've done, and I can't imagine my career without any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't even think that's a real thing, but I get told all the time that there is this other lifeline I could have taken where everything would have been easy, and and I would be on the top of everything right now. I just have a feeling nothing is easy. I don't even think that's real. No, I I I have to agree with you. And I don't think that that I would love me as much. I don't think I would, I don't think we would, I don't think myself and I would go to bed as easily as we do if that was the lifeline we chose. You know what I mean? So everything about this has been rewarding and kind, and, and I would never want it to be any different kind of way and yeah have you ever i'm just one have you ever met hank jr i bet you guys could have a great conversation i haven't but there's so many there's so many artists like that that i would love to meet and more so talk about really just our childhood like i want to know what going to the grocery store was like for you was it like it was for me like you know what i mean like were you just as confused as i was that everyone was trying to take pictures with your family like i saw one interview talk about make sense to you (laughs) dad picking you up at school and you have to let you have to allow another 45 minutes before right. you get home. Yes. And it was just such a thing. So those are the conversations that I would yeah. love to have with those people because yeah. I've never been able to have them with anyone else in our stands. Everything is all oh, poor you. That must have really sucked. And I'm like, you just don't get it. You yeah, know what I mean? Like I no one's complaining. We're yeah. seeing things as they are. And sometimes they weren't always, you know, awesome. But most of the time they were. And, I, you know, a huge blessing. I have a, a dear, dear friend. Who, and we've written some songs together. And I just love her to death. And she has a real famous dad who's in the Country Hall of Fame. And, and her mom, huge. And uh, a bonus dad who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And, <laughs> Crazy. And she's one. She's been on the show. She's the mo- It's been the most listened to podcast probably until today. Um, but, you know, she, she mentioned that too. And she said, you know, sometimes it was hard for me to, to understand if they were really a friend of mine or, or was it because of, you know, my parents? And I go, yeah, I understand. I can, I just, right. I mean, I don't, I can't, I can only imagine, but I bet it is, I bet it's hard. Yeah. It was tough. But again, I, you know, everyone comes with their rocks in their pockets, you know, and, and everyone comes with their things that, that, rocks made, in their pockets. I like that. that made things harder or, or whatever the case is. So, yeah. You know, life just is how it is, and, and I think that's been a very gratifying thing for me to learn, too, is, like, just see situations as they are. Yeah. You know, you don't have to make them bigger or smaller or 
like you said, you don't have to fit into a box to make somebody comfortable. Like just see things as they are. And it's okay. And you do you. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't align with me, we don't have to do us. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) at all. (laughs) We do not have to do that. (laughs) I love it. Is there a story behind the uh, lightning bug tattoo? Yes. It's beautiful, by Thank the way. Thank you. I can't I'm imagine you. how much that must have hurt. I've got it on the back of my pics. Oh, you do? Okay. Um, there's this really, really amazing man named Jason. We have this very little private fan club uh, called the Cool Kids, and Jason's a cool kid, and he brings me just miscellaneous packs of pics mm. a couple times a year. Can't and he made many. me these little heart, like, Alco pics, and they have my Firefly on the back of them. But nice. um, I don't know if you've got babies or grandbabies or if you're just a big disney fan yourself and if you've seen princess and the frog i haven't no it's so good i have fur babies but it's so good huh it's so good and um there's just this little cajun firefly on it and his name's ray Right. And he's just in love with the North Star. He thinks she's oh. just the brightest firefly Thanks that there the ever North was. Firefly. Uh-huh. Oh, cute. And her, he calls her Evangeline. Oh. And it's just like his his muse. You know, he just loves her so much and all this stuff. And it's so cool. And when you're an independent artist in Nashville and you have a record company, you just have to make up a record company. You know what I mean? And yes, so my first dog that I rescued, we named her Evangeline and we just called her Eve. Oh. And she was my best friend. She's my everything. Hmm. And, um... So we ended up naming the record company after her. So we do everything under Evangeline Records. That's great. So Publishing far, too, right? Yep. Yeah. Evangeline Gemini. That's awesome. And so uh, she uh, she was a big, just a big part of my life for so long. And so our record company that we do everything out of is Evangeline Records. That's great. So the Fireflies kind of became our thing. I get a lot of dragonfly gifts at my shows. Because <laughs> they think it's a dragonfly? Yep. Mm-hmm. No. And so I have like kind of a shrine of dragonfly <laughs> things at home that I've just like super glued a rhinestone to the butt. And I'm like, this is fine. It's a firefly now. It's a firefly now. <laughs> well, and it's so funny too, because like no one ever sees them in flight, right? Like anatomically, right. it doesn't look like a firefly, but it is. Yeah. No, um, I can see it right away. But I, I love I yeah. love the firefly and it's it's been a very, uh, a very encouraging thing for us. And then again, for people to also fall in love with it, it's been very cool. I think that is very cool. And I, and I love your, your ink. I have just one tattoo. <laughs> just the one? Because I, I, I'm going to tell you, I can't imagine how many hours it took sitting to get the beautiful wallflowers. <laughs> I didn't do them all at one time, but I think on my colored arm, I have 32 hours. And oh. on my black and white arm, I have uh, I'm going to tell you right now, there's no way I would have the attention span to sit <laughs> I think the longest long. was probably six yeah. hours. I think oh. it probably be the longest session that we did Oh my gosh. at a time. Wow. They're awesome. I love it. Thank you. Love everything about you. Thank you. I'd love to hear another song. We have this really, really amazing song coming out um, on July 29th. My birthday is the 28th. Two days away from this um, published date. Yes. And so we're always trying to kind of put stuff out around my birthday birthday. kind of thing. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'll be 26 in two days when you guys hear this. Awesome. Um, And, uh, you know, love songs are just always a battle. You know, they're always a battle. Right? Because... What what narrative hasn't been done yet? Yeah. You know, and also yep. for me in my brain, when it comes to love songs, it's well, can I write a better love song than my favorite love songs? And most of the time, it's like I'm not going to beat when you say nothing at all. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like I'm not going to write something yeah. better than that. I don't think. Like right. don't close your eyes when it comes to heartbreak songs. I'm not going to write something better than that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not and so I've always been really challenged with with love songs to where it was like if it wasn't something that I was in that I needed to write or that my co-writers needed to write. I totally it just agree. seemed pretty tough to chase down, you know, and yep. and I've been very lucky to be very loved in my life and had a, and had a lot of love um, in all kinds of ways. But my love songs are typically about like my mama or about where I grew up, you nice. know, or mm-hmm. about a dog and just nobody knows it, you know. So I, I didn't really have a, a love song yet that was about a partner, and so 
when it came to writing this song, it's called Feels Like, I just thought about every moment in my life that I've been so lucky to feel just an overwhelming amount of love, you know? And so this entire song are just bits and pieces of my life where I've just felt more loved than ever. And, and I think one day when I do find my person, if a person is even what I'm here to find, which I don't think it is, I think that's me, you know, when it comes to finding somebody, I think I'm just supposed to find me. But Mm. if I am lucky enough to get to spend life with somebody, I would like to think that I will feel with them the way that I feel in all of these little moments. So all that to say, that's kind of where the song comes from. And it's very sweet. I wrote it with Kimberly Atwood, who was a writer on the Stones album as well. She's a great writer. um, Before we play it, though, um, we've set it up, but I have to take a little break for my sponsors at Red Circle. And we'll be right, right back to hear this song. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. So happy to have Allie Colleen with us today. She set this song up before the break, um, and now she's going to play it for us. It's a great song. Mama's hands in my hair That first smell of spring on that chilly winter air Waking up as soon as you pull into the drive But faking you're asleep until daddy carries you inside change just throw it in the bucket knowing it'll come back to you one day Sometimes it scares me half to death 
Colleen, great song. Thank Just you. you like. I love those open chords and uh, and your voice. It's Thank fantastic. you. We're but, excited to get it out for summer. I'm, I'm hoping that it just makes people feel good, you know, in, in, in that whole summer vein. And, and I hope if it, if it makes you think about somebody, I hope that you have the courage to pursue that person. Great. Uh, in two days, it streams. If you're listening here on the 27th, the day it publishes. Uh, if you're listening past then, hey, find it. Go check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Let me ask you, is this going to be on a new album coming out soon? We, um, I am famous for um, talking about my plans and then them shifting <laughs> or changing. But as of today, <laughs> on this day, in this moment, my uh, we've we've dreamt about vinyls forever. Uh, oh. You know what I mean? And just how After cool my they own would heart. be. And how cool they would be. And even just having the pullout poster in the middle and like all the oh, stuff. And so, I'm there. All that to say... Um, I think that I have convinced uh, Jared and Lee to do two more songs with me. Mm. If not, we're doing them anyway, so I don't know. We know what they're going to do, but they're going to do them with me, so it's going to be fine. And I'm hoping to put a five-song vinyl out. That's so um, cool. As our next you know, big release project, whether it's the end of the year or the beginning of next. But um, you know, very excited. And, and so many art- artists today are struggling with the idea of, do I do an album, EP, or just do singles? Do you have a feeling on that? I uh, I can tell you what I like and what I prefer, mm-hmm. but I, I think most of us don't have that leisure. I think it's what we can afford, you know, because people are, you know, we're, we're not making money off music. You know, like I, we make all of our money off touring and we're very lucky to do that. Right. Um, but, you know, we don't make anything off yeah. of streaming at all. And, yeah. and especially the writers don't, you know, when yeah. it dwindles down to the creatives that made it, they're not making anything either. So yeah. I think for a lot of people, that's yeah. really what it is, is yeah. looking at financially what you're, because to make a song on the lesser record is quite oh, yeah. a lot of money if you it do is. it. Yeah. You want to do it right. Yeah. If you do it right. Yes. Which is also a whole other situation because if ears can't tell the difference between a real piano player and a MIDI piano player, you know what I mean? Like save the money, do the MIDI thing, I guess. But I I like the live stuff. I I like the full band tracking thing. It feels different for me. I think analog likes that too. If you're talking about vinyl. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It just does. And so I, I think it's that kind of thing. And then for me, if you're not making money off music, Mm-hmm. It almost makes more sense to me to give them every single song in the world to play, right? Because if well, you're going to make if you're going to make a small pool of money off of twelve songs, you're obviously going to make more money than you will off of one song. But again, it just is if you can afford to make that music. That, you know that's what I a mean? Darn good but point. but that's really kind of what what we focused on is is knowing that well, they could only have one option and hopefully go listen to that song over and over and over again, but and, and folks probably not going to. Whereas if you at least give them an album, yeah. And they listen to every song once. That's right. twelve streams. You know what I mean? <laughs> Opposed right. to them listening to a song one time and then okay, I got I, I could cut a penny in seven pieces and take a little fraction, yeah, and that's what uh, I got. <laughs> that's what you got, yeah. Unfortunately, um, million streams on the song, and mm-hmm. you get seventy bucks or whatever. You know, so <laughs> yep, after but, taxes. Yeah, that's why it's so important today to support 
uh, live artists when they're out playing support them it is go see them there's nothing like watching yeah. them live and I've always said this on the show my favorite part of doing mm-hmm. this and it was my fa- favorite part in radio too um, is to see the artists the songwriters yeah. doing the song you know it's so different than it, it, you know, it's it's more warm it's so different it's, yes it's so different isn't it I think one of my favorite things is, is watching female writers mm-hmm. play the songs that, that that a male artist cut. You know what I mean? Like watching Bridget Tatum sing She's Country is way cooler than Luke Bryan singing it. No disrespect yeah. to Luke. You know what I mean? But yeah. to hear and the woman noticed, behind uh, that song write it is yeah, so oh, rad. Absolutely. And have you noticed there's a, there's, there's a lot of women today doing Merle Haggard songs? I have wrote a song that. about it called uh, Something About a Girl Singing Merle. I have noticed Even Jennifer that. Nettles the other day uh, playing one. So yeah. It's very cool. It's, it's very interesting. I think another thing too that I just I like to encourage people about that maybe they haven't thought about yet. When it went back to albums, right, yeah. and that kind of thing, yeah. those weren't cheap no. by any means, right? So you really had to choose what you were going to spend your money on, right? Like when you go you into the CD store, you don't get to have this, 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 and this. You're going to buy one album. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's and so yeah. whatever that thought process is in going through and picking out that album for you, I really want to encourage people to really think about how they're interacting with social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because just because you watched five seconds of a song and, mm-hmm. and double tapped it, which good for that creator, you know, help their algorithm, like their stuff. I get it. Mm-hmm. But right now likes are equivalenting to streams in a lot of people's minds. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the fact that someone spent two seconds interacting with a song and liked it now, all of a sudden everyone's like, this has to be the next song that we're putting out. This has to be the thing. You know what I mean? When really, a lot of people just saw someone they like, liked it anyway, didn't even watch it, and did their thing. So I just, yeah. I want to encourage people to be just as intentional with your interactions on social media as you would with your money, because I don't think I don't think consumers understand how much they are driving the music that they're getting right now. And I'm very tired of consumers being disappointed with radio or being disappointed with the music that's out. When again, you're you are literally curating what artists are able to put out and not able to put out. So just be a little intentional, you guys. I love that. And and that's good advice. It's right on. It really is. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell people what I think they should do all day long. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm very good at that. <laughs> I imagine that's why you like to do live music, though. And you're very good on stage, and you're very good live. Because you get that instant reaction, you know. It's not just a double click, and it's not just a, you know. You get to see it. I get the instant reaction. There's also, none of us are, are, none of us have an overwhelming amount of time. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? We all have the same amount of time. A day is as long as it is. So, it's it's much different for me, for someone to take the time to comment or like something, which I do appreciate it. (laughs) But to come to a show. You know what I mean? Like, to show up. That's a big deal, especially coming out of a world where people were afraid to go in public for a while, you know, to to see people come out and really take on life again and and all that that means and entails, Mm -hmm. you know, it's very rewarding. And um, Mm -hmm. I'm just very appreciative of the live audience. You know, it's like you said, it's instant feedback. It's very cool. Like, you know, 25% of the crowd laughs at my jokes, which is enough for me. (laughs) It's fine. Yeah. And, um, And I love it. I really, really do. I heard you say, explain to your friends. Yeah, explain oh, to your God. friends. Yeah. yeah. The Glenn Campbell yeah. thing that you watched, and yeah. then Missy did the the interview at the end of it. She texted me yesterday, finally going, I don't get it. Like, she finally did. was like, I don't understand. And she goes, all my friends told me that purple grapes are like wine grapes. So, like, it was a whiny grape. And I go, well, just be reassured that your friends are just as dumb as you are. No. For anyone who missed it, the joke is very simple. It's yeah. just, what did the green grape say to the purple grape? Breathe. 
That's it. And she, like, a week and a half later was like, I don't get it. And I was like, bro, the green grape just thought the purple grape, like, couldn't breathe. That's why it was purple. Like, that's it. That's not any farther than that. It has nothing to do with, like, the anatomical differences between purple and green grapes. Like, it's... No. Nope. The one I was thinking about was the, the horse that fell down the well. Right. And he couldn't see that well. He couldn't see that well. I love that kind of humor. Fantastic. It's my favorite. Shout out to all the dads. I know we're past Father's Day now on, on this yeah. wonderful July 27th that we're all listening to this. But, you know, Father's yeah. Day was this last weekend. And yeah. my dad got a, a book of dad jokes for, for Father's Day. And we were reading through Love some dad of them. jokes. And I think Love. one of my favorite one was, like, this daughter is yelling at a dad or something. And she goes, you literally don't ever listen to a single word I say. And the dad just turns around and looks at her and he goes... It's a really weird way to start a conversation, but okay. And I'm just like, that's my favorite dad joke so far, I think. <laughs> just didn't listen to anything she said at all. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I love that song. Uh, how about another song, Helly Colleen? I'd love to hear you sing. Let's do it. Just like a hundred more today yes. before you go. You know, I've I've sat in, in my closet again since I was eight years old and, and waited on people to ask me to sing the music. So be careful on, on mm. what you're opening here because... All wow. I do is walk around all day and just wait on someone to ask me to sing. <laughs> I know you play that guitar a lot. You've worn a hole, right? I in do. That, this that, is that, Betsy. Extra sound hole. Betsy! This is Betsy. It's a Takamini. Yes. I love those guitars. She's named after my dad's sister. She oh. was a, a, a really rad rock and roll. She's a bass player, an electric player, and she's very talented. Yeah. Um, and so this is my Betsy guitar. Cool. Um, but we talked about you know future projects and, and these songs <laughs> that we're trying to add to this collection. So um, right now the collection that we have is... Halos and Horns, which we played today, and then Feels Like, and then there's a really, really cool song called While We're Still Friends that we're kind of um, protecting a little bit. I'm very excited about it to put out. Um, And then the two songs that we're adding to it, this will be one of the two. It's, I love cowboys, you know, and I think for a lot of my life, I fought how Western I am and how Western I like to write because I thought that that was kind of expected. And, you know, you grew up in Oklahoma. And yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so a little ego wise, I was like, well, I'm not going to sing about cowboys. So everyone expects me to sing about like whatever. And then as an adult, like I just, I can't help but write about cowboys again, Mm -hmm. like with halos and horns, like just, it's such a cool life to me. Just that whole, like when it comes down to the pursuit of good and evil, looking at that as the character of a cowboy, I've always thought so cool. So, Mm. All that to say, um, I really resonate with, with Cowboys, and this whole song is kind of a, a shout-out to a song that I grew up listening to that I just I loved so much and always kind of wanted to emulate. So this song's about me, but it's just called Cowboys It Gets. All right. Cowboys as Gets. Yep. I wrote this with Eric Dodd and Stephen Hunley, the same writers um, of Halos and Horns. I'm very proud of it, but it goes like this. Wide open Like that sky out on the plains Hard up on that saddle It's as golden as the grain Just going Wherever that wind blows Rolling like a tumbleweed With lightning in them bones Running down the hard ranges To hell and at the storm Girls as cowboy as it gets. Well, as 
she ain't looking to be tamed That leather's gonna burn ya if you try and take the reins No fences, no no lovers law When it comes to her freedom, she'll pay the leaving cost Colleen, cowboy as it gets. I tell you, wild horses couldn't drag me from this Duncan Fife dining room table today. I'm so <laughs> glad you've enjoyed, that you've joined us and, and played some live music for us Thank today. you for having me really, very, very much. It's a big town, a lot of talented people. Very honored to, to have mm-hmm. a space on your program. Thank yeah, you. That's my pleasure. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we hope that you'll join us again sometime. Have I me really back. think you are the big thing. You're the next <laughs> one. Love it. Love what you do. So all the best to you. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.